Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. this whole brownie probably yeah, some weed it's called it's called behind the scenes and people love it people want to know how the brownies are made <laughs> yeah and the answer is by me in a belly shirt <laughs> the the classy jordan doll short shorts they use for kitchen stuff well yeah it's valentine's day i want to you know if my sweetie comes rolling in on me in the kitchen, I want her to have something to feast her eyes on. Yeah, you can't starve anyone visually. Yeah. Be unkind. I, the, the food that I cook is a feast for the senses. <laughs> the nose, the lips, and yeah, the eyes. You get an you get an eyeful. When I make you a lasagna, <laughs> you get you get a look at the undercarriage. Pow! I bring in, I bring in a string quartet for when I put a couple frozen mm-hmm. pizzas in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go. They don't. There's not enough sound going on. There's. No, it's boring audially. We need. <laughs> we need something to come in. Sure. Um, you know, I heard that about. That's very funny because I heard I've I've heard that used as a way to describe Indian food, like uh, like it's supposed to be a feast for the senses, senses, yeah. smell, taste, touch. And the site, which is why like tandoori is red. Yeah. But but my question was always like, what about the sound? What is what, <laughs> why aren't there any louder dishes then? <laughs> this is a wonderful trumpet curry. It is here's some earplugs just, to eat it with. Just bring in fajitas. That's the go-to. That's the only <laughs> fajitas food are that the sizzle. Like a thing. Honestly, maybe that's the answer. Maybe it's the sizzle, and maybe I'm going to the wrong Indian restaurants. Maybe there's a, there's <laughs> a sizzle. They've adopted fajitas and are like, yeah, these are totally Indian. <laughs> and you're like, I think these are Southwest, man. No, they're Indian. I they're think called these fajit- are... and they're Indian. <laughs> I think there's something Guy Fieri would uh, say has been kicked up a notch. Did you see uh, Guy Fieri in the Super Bowl? I did. He seemed like he was having a good time. He was like the one celebrity I wasn't mad I saw. No, he wasn't playing, right? No, no, no. no. They could have got him in there. He's he. They could have got him in. <laughs> Just for us? They, Get in there for he, w- he He went to the Super Bowl and was in the same outfit that he was in mm-hmm. the commercial in. Oh, incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. Like yeah. he just showed up from flip from fucking what did they call it? They called it like 
the land of bold flavors instead yeah. of flavor town. It was so dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, nah, I don't want to cross the streams, man. People, the land of bold flavors is not flavor town. Okay. <laughs> um, very fun, funny. Man. Yeah. It felt like they kind of muddied the, uh, muddied the cosmology of flavor town with that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the least of their sins last night. They being oh, commercials. As an tell industry. me of the, tell me of the Super Bowl. Tell me, tell me, teach me about the Super Bowl, Sam. <laughs> Listen, I watched it. I watched it. I saw them. I saw them throw it. I kept expecting Guy Fieri to get snuck in on a play. You know, yeah. uh, can you imagine how great that would be? He catches the ball. He runs for it. He gets tackled. And then they realize that it wasn't the ball he caught. It was a whole ham. And the ball <laughs> is all the way in the end zone. It was they... a trick. It was the old ham flap. <laughs> He gets flagged for eating the ball. <laughs> it was no regular ball, Your Honor. He calls the ref Your Honor. Your Honor. <laughs> the thing that no one's done ever. Um. Yeah, Uh. they won. Your boys won. The boys won. I was very happy. Uh, thus, my neutral tone and voice today recording. Is yeah, you were, you were up all night won. eating wings. Yeah, I, was, I turned into a bit of a Guy Fieri myself. That was... Yeah. I went to all kinds of flavor towns, flavor, Sam? Flaversburg, Flaversburg, uh, uh, Zestington, yeah. New Zestington, West Zestington. Ooh, that's how I got this scar. St. Flavors Mill. That's a great one. <laughs> Mostly eat, uh, various Dutch and items. I, uh, and I uh, ate too many snacks and was in bed by nine. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice for you. But, you know, we're here, we're recording. Welcome to Fight Island, by the way, the podcast about fictional fights in the very real island where they take place. My name's Jordan this week. Uh, and I'll be Sam. And that's it. <laughs> that's it, you fucking dickheads. Yeah, you were waiting for a third <laughs> thing. Shut up. Yeah, how dare you? How dare <laughs> you You look expectantly for a guest that we've taught you to look for? <laughs> Um, I'm sorry I came out so aggressive. I'm just trying to keep it. You know, there's not a third person here to keep that aggressive energy up yeah. high. So I feel like I have to overcompensate. Fuck you, man. Nice. <laughs> you can't hear you're, it, but I'm shadow boxing, which means I'm doing it wrong. You're the fuck you, man. <laughs> man, I was laughing really hard just last night about uh, when you, me, and James got stuck in the... Uh, <laughs> The fucking uh I went to Flavor Town. Alfieri <laughs> was my name. <laughs> I made nachos that were insane. <laughs> past get past multi-time guest James Austin Johnson has a very funny bit about how uh the song The Highwaymen is yeah. and it's a true, very true observation is it's the three of the main country singers like Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, yeah. and Waylon Jennings, mm-hmm. they all have this very melodic uh verse about like i was a highway man uh yeah they each pick a very normal like i was a sailor yeah i i was uh i was a shipbuilder is one that's like yeah, you're kind of yeah, like yeah. shipbuilder that's funny that's that's i bet yeah. the biggest stretch and then yeah. no it's not johnny cash comes in and is like <laughs> i was a spaceship dude oh like, starship yeah across the space i did fly <laughs> like 
Johnny, you knew what we were yeah. doing, right? So, so James used to have a bit that I think was more of a social bit than anything was yeah. Johnny just coming in and being like, I'm a fire hydrant. <laughs> and you're like, all right, man. <laughs> well, and we started doing it to I was the point a Snickers where, bar. where it was just like random people from other uh, properties. Yeah. And I remember I was the bye bye man. <laughs> yeah. I crept at night into your room. <laughs> I'll scare you and your brother too. <laughs> based on the then not popular movie, The Bye Bye Man. The Bye Bye Man, which is based on a creepypasta. Look into the bye. Listen, do yourself a favor and watch the, I won't say his name again, Sam. Watch the Goodbye Fella trilogy. Uh, bye Bye Man. Bye Bye Man 2 as well, and Bye Bye Man Goes to Camp. They're incredible. <laughs> Bye Bye, Bye, Bye Man 2, see you later. Bye Bye Man 3, <laughs> look who's not saying my name now. <laughs> Adios, muchachos. Um, and the one where he teams up with Medea. Medea <laughs> <laughs> boo to Medea de los Muertes. I desperately want her to make... <laughs> to make one called Medea de los Muertes. <laughs> I've been pitching it for years. Uh, okay, this week we're not fighting any of that shit, and we don't have a guest because we don't need them. We lost them in a Super Bowl bet, see? <laughs> and uh, But we are having a fight. We're going to be fighting hot Super Bowl commercials. So the ones that you remember, the ones that stuck... Like some of them come and go. We were watching the Super Bowl last night and I said it a couple of times that like if you saw this many celebrities in a commercial outside of the Super Bowl, you'd be like, what's happening? Are we at war? Yeah. Why are yeah. they all yeah. coming together? Did what is this about a disease? Like so many of the commercials are completely not viable outside of the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. And like and... like that cable guy one? So strange. So where weird. it was like it was like you know, if you've seen the cable guy, this commercial was fine. <laughs> and even then, and if, it was pretty boring. He did. You and, know what makes the cable guy fun? It's really dark and weird. Yeah. Like, and if you haven't seen the cable guy, this commercial was the craziest fucking thing you've ever seen. What was he doing? Why was he here? Is this something he worked on? What's this character Jim's doing? And and even the like the product was kind of inscrutable. Like the cable guy was like there to check out your Verizon brand white box. Like they never the, really explained the, the what it was. <laughs> was inscrutable. Yeah. The fact that they paired uh they paired him with another semi-famous actress. That was uh -huh. the woman from uh from miracle workers it was like mm -hmm. oh do you guys have a previous relationship were you in the cable guy no then what's happening here <laughs> then what is happening the, i felt like a lot of the theme was uh, a dream you had that was the theme of the commercials <laughs> like, i tweeted something like, to the effect the of of uh this super bowl in particular feels like reality is running out of funding it feels yeah, like nobody yeah, had yeah. enough time to to put any of it together could any normal people be in an ad would that kill anyone if there were <laughs> no if i didn't have to constantly be like oh i guess that's uh christopher Plummer. that's fine i don't yeah now nah, uh Every celebrity wants you to eat tangerines. Well, remember when like celebrities were above things? I miss that Re so much. Remember when celebrities were gods among <laughs> men? 
they're just like seven feet, seventeen feet tall. They were, and what they'd is... eat metal, and we'd have coins struck in their likeness. Like, what is the motivation to like be like? I I have more money than God. Everyone definitely knows who I am. I have mm-hmm. a movie. I have a movie coming out every year. Yeah. And now I'm going to be in the most like nonsensical ad for mm-hmm. like a casino app. Like, what do yeah. you, why would you yeah. do this? The answer is a whole bunch of money. <laughs> Here's the money truck. We want to put some money in it's, your life. It's funny. Larry David <laughs> is running out of money. <laughs> he keeps eating caviar. The Larry David one, the Larry David one in particular, I thought was Pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Just kidding. It was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. It made me laugh. It was pretty good. Just what it was for made me sad. What was it for? Crypto. Oh yeah, they were all for crypto, right? They were all for they were all for crypto in a way where it's like, are celebrities trying to trick us? Well, yes, that's what they've always been there for. <laughs> in a way that I in a way <laughs> to, that I didn't sign up for to distract us. Yeah. Um, and and now fleece us. Well, what happened was, I mean, even Larry David, even Larry has to, he's got to get hungry sometimes. I got a lot of video games, Sam. <laughs> and if somebody knocked on my door and said, "Hey, you want a, you want another video game?" I'd say, "Yeah, yeah, I really do." Yeah, get it in here. <laughs> Will it get the name of of Fight Island out there? Will it get my face back in the fucking? in the fucking flow then hell yeah baby get that game in here i that's okay so if we're fighting a lightweight super bowl commercial mm-hmm. i think a good one is larry david's insane larry david commercial. larry david for crypto because it feels sinister it's weird it's like time shifty yes i should run over the rules for any uh sam or oh, right, right, right. heads just joining us this is the way that this podcast goes down it is big big game of who would win in a fight between we're going to do a lightweight a middleweight and a heavyweight round this week's topic is commercials super bowl commercials specifically the ones that stuck uh and uh kind of your more uh your your more recognizable ones it is we'll do three rounds like i said it is video game rules so old people can fight gay people men can fight uh women dogs can fight babies whatever needs to happen in order for the fight for the island to taste justice and uh, I think that does it. So lightweight Super Bowl commercial stars. You're pitching Larry David for crypto. I mean, a little recency bias, but it does feel like mm-hmm. the commercials really had a theme last night. Mm-hmm. And that theme was, here's a thing from your past to trick yeah. you into doing a thing you think is about the future. Things <laughs> and, from the past. And it feels uh, it feels spooky. I The... Yeah, there's so much nostalgia stuff. I think it's our age is leaving the demo and they want to squeeze yeah. our dollars. Yeah, they want it. They want stuff, those bucks. People who, the elder millennials that we are, they want to go, Yeah. hey, the things you liked? Yeah. Remember them? Remember them Remember? last time before we all never talk about them again? Remember? Yeah, literally like, you... we, let's put Meadow Soprano in a Subaru commercial. Like, don't you like this, you freaks? Remember? Um, hey, psst, hey, one member, uh, I, I, you know, the only thing that I did, I did, uh, I, I, I took my camera and, and looked at the QR code thing that was bouncing. I did around. not do that. What was the QR code thing? 
For crypto. <laughs> Fuck. It <laughs> <laughs> was a Coinbase thing. I actually, my phone will tell me what the what the QR code is before I go to the site. Sure. So I can just like see it and be like, oh no, I have that. I don't need that. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, okay. So, so Larry David, I mean, Larry David, I got to say right out of the gate. He, I don't think that's going to stick. I don't think Larry's <laughs> going to be back. Ne- next Super Bowl, or you know, he's not going to carry over like the Budweiser frogs, yeah, or, or like your flows. Although, if I was going to put Larry David up against someone, I might put him up against a flow. Yeah, I think a flow. flow type. Um, I do remember a similar bubble mm-hmm. Super Bowl, a tech bubble related commercial flood, okay. which was like suit was the two thousand or what was it the ninety eight Super Bowl was like Falcons Broncos. Uh-huh. And I think that's when we got pets.com. Ooh, remember pets.com? Pets.com. That feels like a another that feels like a Larry David for crypto equal. Okay. You know? Okay. Now who would be representing pets.com? Uh the weird puppet with a <laughs> with a man's hand that you can see visibly. But oh, also yeah. a litany of pets, sort of an animal army. Now, uh, I okay, I'm going to allow Larry David in on this one because it was funny and I could see Larry being in another crypto commercial. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would like to suggest that facing Larry David is the lady with the sledgehammer from that one Nike commercial. Oh, yeah. Who runs up on the uh, the thing and smashes TV with a... Uh, with a sledgehammer? Almost know what you're talking about, but I think I'm mixing it up with the Apple 1984 commercial. That that might be it. I know someone throws a thing through the TV. Yeah, that's, that's the what one. It is. That's the Apple one. Okay, yeah. it wasn't Nike. I thought I thought I had the product wrong. I thought it was like a running thing. See, that's put that was part of what it was. Was they did the commercial and everybody was like, "What was that for?" Yeah. <laughs> which that and it feels like a real miss like misuse of the idea of 1984, which feels exactly in line with what we're talking about. Yes. Okay. So the question before us. Are we locking this in? I'm, let's lock it in. Hang on. Let me just look this up, see if I can find any facts on Sledgehammer Lady Apple commercial. <laughs> it, it, it does look like it's a commercial for her athletic gear. That is the main thing here. It does. It does not it seem does. like it's for Apple at all. Yeah, yeah. Let uh, let women do the hammer run in the Olympics now, is what seems now, to be the theme. Can we confirm that this was a Super Bowl commercial? It absolutely was. It absolutely was. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're comfortable putting her up against Larry David, who's by all by all, you know, by all appearances, a one one hit wonder. Well, I think Larry David is a much more famous kind of person, but okay. this commercial is much more of a heavy is like a bigger deal as a commercial. Sure. So and if we're fighting like the 1984 army or whatever and a lady with a hammer, that's pretty formidable for a. For a, a, an immortal Larry David, which is what they were I think pitching it's just, us. Yeah, I think it, that is true. He would be an immortal Larry David, huh? Um, what about, I, I want to throw this out there. Would Kendall Jenner giving the police a Pepsi be a better Was that a Super Bowl commercial? Yeah. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> Let's do that one. <laughs> Yeah. Better match yeah. for Larry you get two, or for the you get two kind of weird wrong-headed commercials. <laughs> Let's do it. Lock it in. This okay, so we're fighting Kendall and Larry. Uh-huh. Kendall and horse versus Larry okay. through space. 
Okay, let's make sure uh, Kendall Jenner, Pepsi, add. Let's make sure. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, Pepsi pulls ads, ad accused of trivializing. <laughs> Was this at the Super Bowl? Yes. Are you just saying that? I will wait here all night. Oh, nope. It's from <laughs> April. No. Nope, Damn you, Kendall. So the question before us is who would win in a fight between Larry David and the lady with a sledgehammer from the 1984 Apple commercial? Now, I've been watching a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I just watched the Seinfeld season, coincidentally. And Larry is a rat. He is a <laughs> he is such a turd. He is more often than not the source of most if not all of the antagonist antagonist activity in his series. Almost every problem in 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 Curb Your Enthusiasm can be avoided if Larry just just fucking kept walking. Just keep walking, Larry. Just walk home and enjoy your day, Larry. He never does. He never does. I he think can never leave well enough alone. Man, it's going to be hard for me to not vote for the Hammer Lady 1984 commercial for this reason. Mm-hmm. Hammer mm-hmm. Lady, if she is in the Larry David commercial, mm-hmm. just having a hammer through time, it's pretty uncontroversial. She would re- she would kind of fit in if she yeah. is like lugging around a thing. Larry David in a 1984 world specifically. Mm-hmm. is not gonna do well <laughs> he's not gonna do well he's what gonna, are we we're all yeah. gray you like gray we're wearing gray we're wearing the same clothes everyone. we don't wear gray i don't like gray <laughs> i think okay so if you put anyone in a room with larry david and a hammer for long enough they're going to try to kill him later. yes yes if he's going to do something, you know, he's going to yeah. do something that, I mean, you could even think that you're getting along with Larry mm-hmm. and being like, you know, I really thought it was going to be a problem. You know, I like Larry. I like his show, but yeah. it's going great. And then he'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you take the last piece of gum from <laughs> the thing? You're like, oh, I thought the gum was for everyone. Oh, it's for everybody, but it's not for everybody. And then all of a sudden somebody had like, to purchase the gum. Don't you think somebody <laughs> had to purchase the gum? And then all of a sudden you're in a thing and then one thing becomes two and there's a reason Cheryl divorces him, you know, yeah. spoiler it, alert. Larry David does make <laughs> me think we have too much freedom and that a 1984 <laughs> type society. And that's why I'm voting for hammer lady. You're voting for hammer lady. Yeah. You're locked in. I, yeah. I I'm going to level with you, man. I don't see any way that Larry is going to come, is going to come out of this one. I suppose that there's a chance. I mean, look in the grand scheme of things, Larry David will be remembered not for this commercial, but for being Larry David, creator of Seinfeld and yes. subsequently uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm and just everything that he's that he's done and become. The lady will be remembered and is remembered only for the commercial. She's an she's a full lady. She had a career as <laughs> look, I got it right here. Uh, hang on a second, I'll find it. Anya Major. English athlete, actress, model, singer, starred in Apple Computer's 1984 commercial, and then the 1985 Nikita video for Elton John's video, the same name, um, uh, 2006, 
Andy Hertzfeld of the Macintosh development team incorrectly stated that Major had died of breast cancer. As of 2009, she was living in England with her husband, Kim Raja, and their three children. But despite all of that, she will be remembered for that commercial. And I think for that reason, that makes her the more powerful commercial entity. Sure, this version of Larry David can blink through time, uh-huh. uh, disapproving of things. <laughs> Although I will say this, he's always wrong about the things that he disapproves of. Which is the point of that commercial. Uh, yes, uh, but I'm wondering if that's a power. If he could be like, if he could be like, but you can't, how would he turn that? He'd be like, oh, that's a terrible hammer for killing someone or for fighting someone on Fight and Island. I think it goes right through his head. They thrash the shit out of him with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's unanimous. The Hammer Lady from 1984. <laughs> Apple is the product we remember. Apple commercial is the winger. Is the winger. It's the winger of even. the lightweight bout. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kim, what was her name? I just said it. I made a big stink about it. Anya Major. She takes it. She she beat up Larry David with a hammer. Can you believe it? <laughs> they never should have let her bring that hammer to the fight. But, it's, it's pretty unfair. You know, that's what it was for. Yeah. She got a hammer. She hit me with a hammer. Next up, middleweight Super Bowl ad. Do you remember when you saw Super a GoDaddy Star. commercial? Can I... Could I forget? How could I forget? Go, Daddy. Yeah. yeah. It's all like uh, it's just the beginning of pornography. <laughs> That's sure, what all Go, Daddy commercials were. We're like, go to Go, Daddy to see these mm-hmm. honkers, and then you, then it was like, it's about websites. You'd be like, Good. yeah. Come on, I'm ten. I need to <laughs> don't do this to me. Yeah, there's nothing here for daddies. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know what that would be. I guess it would just be a, a honkers kind of a. a <laughs> The middle of a woman with yeah. no daddy written there. Sort of a honker's golem. It's not sort great. Sort of a honker's golem. Yeah, the boobs are also eyes, you know? Yeah. Oh. It's pretty disturbing. It's pretty upsetting. Um, I think it would probably go up against some sort of goldenpalace.com yeah. scenario. Um, what are some of your other what are some of your other hard hitting um Super Bowl ads? But not too hard. <laughs> Middleweights, the E Trade yes. baby, the E E Trade baby. He seems to be baby. kind of all knowing. Oh yeah, he was that smarmy rye baby. Yeah, and there's something unnatural you, about him. Who would you put up against the E Trade baby, Sam? Sam, who <laughs> would you fight the baby? I've got two old lady contestants in this, which is a good match for a baby. <laughs> okay. The Snickers, com- the Snickers commercial from like five years ago where it's like we were introduced to the concept of you being someone else when you haven't had a Snickers. A thing we all ah, reference constantly now. Sure, and, sure. But it was Betty White. Ah, so Betty, Betty White, White as Snickers. a Snickers, as the Snickers commercial. Or the Where's the Beef Lady, a classic from the 80s. Where's the beef? Now, was she... 
on the Super Bowl? Was that introduced? It was on a the Super Bowl, Bowl commercial. Yep. Really? So everybody was sitting around. Everybody was saying where's the thinking, beef to each other. <laughs> probably thinking for themselves, where is the beef? And Where's then the she beef? came on and said what we were all thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to that, but here's my thinking. So an old lady could reasonably beat up a baby mm-hmm. until you factor in the fact that old ladies are weak to babies. Uh, so yes. they will see a baby and be like, oh, I could never hurt you, a precious baby. Except for Betty White. Yeah. Betty White, if you put Betty White in a ring and tell her she has to fight a baby because that's the show. <laughs> She'll do it. She will fight the baby and yeah. she will win. I don't know if that's going to be a fair fight. Okay. I'm, I'm down for the baby, but who who could you put up against a baby? Um, We can maybe circle back to pets.com. A bit, okay, but I did say GoDaddy and it would be sort of a honkers golem. What is a baby's uh, weakness? Honkers Gollum. Honkers Gollum. Wow, that would put the baby down immediately. But honestly, (laughs) this is shaking out. Into sort of a rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) Yeah, this is shaking out to be the fairest fight we could possibly imagine is the GoDaddy.com Honkers Gollum versus Betty White. (laughs) Okay, perfect. (laughs) Sorry, E-Trade Baby, you're the official. Okay, so... Okay, so... The question before us is who would win in a fight between a Snickers powered Betty White uh-huh. or no, a Snickers, a, a Snickers list Betty White. Yeah. And a, a sort of GoDaddyGot.com horniness honkers golem. Yeah. Sort of a trickster. A trickster. Now, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and say right now, I think it's tough. I think Betty White. So RIP rest of rest in peace. Uh, would be impervious to the charms of the honkers golem. She's Agreed. not going to be like a honkers in the same way that a baby or say mm-hmm. you or I would. Yeah. She is going to pro she's, but however, she's not going to be impervious to the physical uh, uh-huh. abilities of the honkers golem, which is, I'm assuming this thing is covered in tits of all sizes. Uh, <laughs> some real, some real hangers, some, uh, <laughs> so, some real, real rock in a sock situation, something you can really, you know, (laughs) box some ears with, uh, as well as, you know, just general armor boobs. I think this is going to be, uh, kind of a, she's going to be surprised by the physical prowess of this creature and she's going to underestimate it. She's going to be, she, as she does, she's going to bring her, her trademark, uh, you know, ride dismissal to it. And she's going to get boxed, boxed around by this, this honkers golem. I got to say, I think I'm giving it to GoDaddy.com unless you can tell me a reason why Betty White would win. <sighs> Man, it's tough because it's sort this of a, made out of boobs. It's also sort of a reverse Popeye spinach where if yeah. giving her the stickers could make her more powerful, but it doesn't. It actually reduces her star power instantly. Reduces That's the her point. star power. But so, I will, I will say, I don't see how that honkers golem is going to get its hands on a Snickers. That's fair. It's, boob, it's nipple it's covered boobs hands. On a, boobs on a Snickers. <laughs> yes. Man, what does the American pub? What grabs the American public's attention more? Betty White in a comedic situation, or a bunch of honkers? And I gotta Jeez. say, a bunch of honkers, especially it's as a monster. It's the honkers, isn't it? Yeah. There's, I mean, like you said, we didn't know what GoDaddy.com was, but we were like sold. Yep. 
yeah, I'll remember the the thing for the rest of my life. I kind of forgot about the Betty White Super Bowl commercial, and I saw it more recently. All I don't right. know. I wow. guess I guess I'm naturally inclined to give it to GoDaddy. I think it's a more powerful entity. I think you're right. I think we both got there. We also, instead of making it a hot lady, made it a monster. And monsters usually win stuff. Monsters do win, but I will also say that there is an inherent um, good guy quality to Betty White where I want to see her win. And before uh, jumping in here, I thought she had a chance, but now I know why. She underestimates. She's too, she, you know, in the end, it was her undoing. That's how she died. And one more point. I also think there's something that makes the like a Super Bowl commercial where the thing it is selling doesn't really exist anymore or make ads. It's almost more like singularly powerful because it's like mm. the commercial outlasted the thing, which I think GoDaddy is still a sure. domain whatever, but it's like we don't like talk about it or care about it. It's not like, you know, at the forefront, it's like Snickers is like still a thing and doing tons of commercials and they did tons of variations of that one. And somehow that makes it not as, I don't know, as powerful of a Super Bowl commercial to me. Are people still going daddy? <laughs> I think people go daddy from time to time. Hmm. I'm looking at this GoDaddy ad and it has this, that one little twerp kid from the uh, Skittles advertisements in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in a bunch of uh, extra stuff with that guy. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's an extra <laughs> down at Central Casting and he loved people to know about it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It was kind of his main thing. Anyway, uh, ding, ding, you ding, won. Right? You won, kid. Ding, ding, ding. GoDaddy.com, the torso covered with a million boobs wins. <laughs> Heavyweight battle. The weight we all understand to be the heaviest. The weight we all understand to be the heaviest. And frankly, the one that I'm most confident in my picks for Super Bowl, memorable Super Bowl commercial character types. I'm going to say Bud wise er man the budweiser frogs are feel like a crazy inevitability i also think they're from that 98 super bowl that was falcons mm-hmm. broncos which is weirdly coming up a lot mm-hmm. it's a good one it was a good one it's I also think it just kinda... prime ad time like the most people feel like i feel like know about that commercial it was the peak of uh, ads are now becoming this weird sardonic thing. They don't always have to yeah. be like sharp or sensitive or like trustworthy. They can, they yeah. were starting to make, they were starting to make fun of themselves. The, it was the, I would say the golden age of the comedic ad. Postmodern. Postmodern. Yes. Um, they, fl- they flipped the script. They really subverted it on us. And honestly, a good opponent would be the from the same company the was guys <laughs> the was guys what about another one from the same company the clydesdales <laughs> yeah but i can't think of a singular clydesdale one i just know they're kind of omnipotent i remember the clydesdales meeting a dog at one point yeah you remember that yeah <laughs> boy those was up guys definitely need their day in the in the ring but I, I don't I can't imagine anybody rooting for them. Do we root right. for them or do we? Yeah, do we root for now? them over frogs? Is it bad? I think it's maybe we don't have the same two from the same company. I can tell you absolutely not, because those frogs, I would love and like hang out with them. Yeah. But the, those guys, <laughs> I would be like, guys, can we not do this? We've been doing this since 1998. <laughs> this feels like a lot. We're in our 40s. I have hypertension. 
it was last Super Bowl where they were like doing throwback Super Bowl commercials. And that oh. I think that maybe made me feel crazier than I felt this commercials. Yeah. These ones were pretty crazy. I don't know. These were but at least the nostalgia was a thing we enjoyed where the nostalgia sure. last year was for a commercial we thought was fine, which is like uh, that really sure. feels like uh, the consent being manufactured in a way where I can hear all the gears grinding. Right. Um, another couple uh, sport sports sort of, a, you know, sports themed episode anyway, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. two very memorable commercials. Mean Joe Green from the 70s tossing oh. the kid his jersey. It's very heartwarming. Truly. It's fun. Everyone knows about it. And it's from Coca-Cola, uh-huh. a quintessentially American thing. And then the very other good. one, Larry Bird versus Michael Jordan playing horse for a for Oof. a bag of McDonald's, a thing that both of them at the time could afford one million times over. So yeah. really, I think it was more about the horse. Boy, I almost want to like, I almost think we do need to do, I think Buffalo, uh, or sorry, I think Budweiser needs to eat itself alive we need to have a budweiser fight they're the greats they're the, they're the undisputed kings they really are of super bowl advertisements right i think coca-cola is their only uh opposition me and joe green maybe it's maybe it's in its 70s versus late 90s which feels like two pretty specific eras it feels like the beginning of tv advertising versus like the apex of tv advertising yeah yeah. Is it Budweiser? Is it Was Up Guys versus A Child and Mean Joe Green, which feels kind of even in a fun way? It's like, <laughs> well, it's a bunch of adult men, but they have to fight Mean Joe Green, but they also have to fight a child. How about Mean Joe Green versus a Budweiser Clydesdale? <laughs> okay. Done. How about a bu- No, no. How about. How about. I like Mean Joe Green as a fighter, but. Any horse would pretty much beat up any person. Yeah. You know who's really okay. not bringing the heat because we can't remember a signature commercial? Doritos. Go on. I feel like Doritos tries so hard every year and we're giving them nothing right now. You know what was a Budweiser one that was very popular? Yeah. And ran the gamut? The Budweiser Night. The Bud Light Night. Yeah. The Bud Light Night. Yeah, that would that feels like a good Budweiser product representative fighter versus coca-cola's mean joe green okay all right okay so the question before us wait you know who else always shows up in budweiser or in super bowl commercials yeah either bugs bunny or michael jordan i mean michael jordan is gonna murder whoever that's what it feels like is he's such a psychopath competitor that he will he will cut the person's head off he almost needs to fight a clydesdale Okay, so the question before us is who would win in a fight between Mean Joe Green and the Bud Light Knight? With full armor, full support full of the king. Full support of the king, absolutely. A legion of, of boats at his disposal. And uh, the knight also has some pluses. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Mean Joe Green, an athlete, uh, an incredible. Uh, you know, trained performance machine in bed with Coke, got that Coke money, mm-hmm. which is in bed with Disney. You know, we're talking about fucking Illuminati level shit here. And then the Budweiser night, probably drunk, but is a fully trained knight. 
from the appearance of things. And I can't think of anything more dangerous than uh, what what basically amounts to, you know, a a military officer who's kind of (laughs) tipsy. That's not great. On Fight Island. On Fight Island, who's like, like you're full of beer. You've clearly been training with beers for weeks. Uh, you're you're kind of drunk and you're here to, you know, that I think that drunkenness is going to give them uh, kind of a boost to toughness. You yep. can't feel things. You go yep. loose. You're not going to get so, so injured. They're wearing armor. They have a full shield, a horse, a sword. Me and Joe is going to have to come tough at this one. I'm not, I don't think the person, I don't think the Bud Light Knight themselves Mm-hmm. are a a very good fighter or competitor. Yeah. Because I think that I mean, geez, you had to be pretty good though to to work in those suits. Correct. Correct. So at least a little athleticism. The Minjo Green argument, good, yeah. the Minjo Green argument is going to feel obvious and then not so obvious and then come back to of course for me. Mm-hmm. Which is Minjo Green big famous for being a big violent monster. <laughs> He's mean. He's hey, Joe. Literally, He's they rain. called him mean. Was his his nickname yeah. was was so he was so mean. It's yeah. just the only thing you could nickname him. He was so yeah. Mean, it rhymes thought... with green, but he was mean. Uh, he was so mean. People thought he was green. <laughs> his real name, yeah. <laughs> his real name is Joe Fleischman. Um, <laughs> so, but I think. Mean Joe Green shows a little softness in his ad. You're right. He's inspirational in that ad. But he's got like, is is it a weak spot to care about that kid? Because who's more, you know, violent and and uh, uh, too much than a drunk medieval guy in front of a crowd cheering him on? Maybe, but he seems to have this kind of code, right? Yeah. And he's got- just here's maybe the sealer. Mm-hmm. Is that Joe Green won four Super Bowls, the thing we're talking about. <laughs> Which is, how do you argue with yeah. that? He's literally winning the thing that makes the ads. That's pretty tough. I mean, the yeah. Bud Light Night. The Bud Light Night seems to utilize from time to time, like straight up magical powers and shit. But mm-hmm. boy, at the end of the day. That's some fourth wall breaking shit right mm-hmm. there. Mean Joe Green is from the real world. Ding, ding, ding. Mean Joe Green mean Joe takes Green. it. Mean Joe Green. He tosses the, the Bud Light Knight's head to the kid. Yeah, here, kid. Catch. <laughs> it's a human like a... <laughs> It's still bleeding. Yeah. Also, uh, kind of one of the things, like I'm... I watched one of the Bud Light, com- Bud Light Knight commercials, and his whole thing is like he shows up and he's like, seems all triumphant and then he's like oh i'm just here to grab some bud light right yeah because he, he just wants to drink beer because he's uh an alcoholic so <laughs> there you have it ding 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 mean joe green the biggest super bowl commercial for the biggest super bowl champion in the heavyweight fight island great an all-time competitor if we ever have a super uh tournament of guys who on fight island we think would be genuinely good at fighting mean joe green's got to mm-hmm. be in there Hey, Joe Green, he's throwing shirts at everybody. I imagine that would be a move of his. He can, like, throw a shirt on your face and blind you, you know? Ah, shit, my face has a shirt on. Yeah, terrible. Here, good catch. Here, good catch. Here, good catch. He's, like, practice. He's like training in a gym with dummies, throwing shirts on all their faces. Yeah. His training yeah. montage is very fun. 
Yeah. And then we cut to the Bud Light Knight, who's fucking wasted, yelling <laughs> at the TV. <laughs> it's like 2 p.m. He's getting calls from the What's Up guys. It's just really pretty sad. <laughs> hey, we used to do your thing. Oh boy. Well, that does it for the for the show this week, y'all. Thank you so much for continue your continued support of what it is we do here. Uh and thank you for hitting us up. We we've been getting some uh some little shout outs from people here and there on Twitter and on on the social needs and it's uh it's always wonderful when you guys reach out. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts to to the bottom of yours. I'm sorry I called it social needs. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, where can they find you on the internet? Oh boy, flipping the script on me. I'm over on twitch.com for no wait, twitch.tv forward slash razor Lou. I'm also razor Lou on Twitter and I'm razor Lou on the Instagram. Uh and I'm on Twitter as always at vote Sam Wiles and on Instagram at Sam Wiles. And uh I've got uh, a piece of fiction in the uh in this week's Bodega magazine, uh, an oh, online yeah. literary journal. So very Check cool. that out. The link is on my on my social need media. Meads. Meads. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I panicked. <laughs> uh, if you like what we do here, go check out our Patreon. We are going to be doing two additional episodes every month uh, for our Patreon subscribers, as well as little tidbits here and there. Uh, and you'll get to help out uh, support the show, pay our hosting fees, pay our wonderful producer, Danny, and uh, and make sure that we get to keep doing this silly thing that we love to do so much for you. So go over there if you want to kick in a couple of bucks. And if you don't, just give us a review on the iTunes or some shit like that. Or even just tell your friends. You can Tell your idiot pot-smoking friends. That's, I'm going to count it down. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize what was happening. Gotta go. <laughs> okay, and that's gonna do it for another episode of Fight Island. Why don't you count us down there, Sam? Three, two, one. All right, break it up. It's all over. Fight!